Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. Well, all right. Welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining. Glad you are here. Happy you are listening. Well, the, the other day it was announced that Hillary Clinton is being sued by Donald Trump. And this is all about um, the Russia hoax. And I think it's worth talking about because if this woman and her cronies get away with this, this is going to be, a hundred years from now, people will go, what in the world was going on in America? They just won't believe it. There's got to be some sort of retribution and some sort of accountability for her actions and, and, and potentially even Obama's actions. Um, the fact is they used the full resources of the federal government, spy on the Trump campaign, um, create FISA warrants uh, so that they could... Uh, create multiple hops from Carter Page. In fact, let's just let's just recap just a little bit so that everybody is kind of on the same page. During the presidential election campaign of 2016, you have Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump running against one another. Hillary Clinton for the Democratic Party and Donald Trump for the Republican Party. And so one by one, before it got down to the last two, one by one, Trump just knocked off all these Republicans. And essentially what Trump was doing was he was giving a middle finger to all these elites and the people in the government that were just lining their own pockets, doing all the stuff that they, they were making deals with other countries. And basically, America was circling the drain. And all the people that live in America were circling the drain. And, you know, Trump came in and said, these leaders are idiots. Um, I can make a better deal and all this really kind of ridiculous stuff. I mean, I personally, I didn't think much of it, but I, but I did like the fact that the media was going absolutely crazy over this. I mean, they could not stand Donald Trump or the fact that he was running for the highest office in the land. But essentially what happened was, Somebody in the Justice Department, and we still really don't know who, which is kind of sad, actually, but somebody pretty high up uh, under Comey authorized uh, a FISA warrant on Carter Page. Now, just before this FISA warrant took place, there were some conversations between the FBI and the CIA about Carter Page because the FBI had noticed they were surveilling people from the Trump campaign. And what they had noticed was that Carter Page was meeting with Russians. Okay? So they they tell some people in the other agencies, in the other uh, intelligence agencies about this. People in the CIA were like, yeah, you know, we know about Carter Page. He's talking to Russians and he's coming and downloading that information to us. He's our operative. 
um, and, and spying on Russians. He's our spy on Russians. Uh, and, and the way all this came about is uh, Carter Page was approached by some Russians for something. I don't r- recall what it was. And Carter Page went straight uh, to the CIA to let them know that, that this was happening. Now, Carter Page is like a, a decorated officer in the Navy or something like that. I mean, the guy's, a, you know, he bleeds America, right? But um, anyway, so what's stinky about this FISA warrant is the CIA had already told the FBI, hey, yeah, Carter Page is on our team. We, we know what's going on. We know who he's talking to, and we know what they're talking about. But the FBI filed for a FISA warrant anyway. Okay. Now, once they got this FISA warrant, it was a particular type of FISA warrant that allows them to do what they call a two-hop a two-hop uh, surveillance. So, okay, so you got to remember Carter Page is on the Trump campaign. He's in he's a part of the Trump campaign. So the way that two-hop uh, surveillance order works is anybody that Carter Page talks to can be spied on and anybody they talk to can be spied on. So y- you can just see from this that it, it's, it's no time at all before they have the entire Trump campaign likely that they're spying on. Now, we don't actually know who all they spied on, but this two-hop rule basically all but ensures they spied on a lot of people in the Trump campaign. A lot of what I'm telling you now was actually known during the Trump presidency. Uh, William Barr uh, came out and questioned the predicate which the predicate just means, why are you getting this FISA warrant? You know, what was your rationale for requesting this FISA warrant? That's what the predicate means. And so William Barr was questioning the predicate way back during the Trump uh, presidency in the last year, or the year, I guess maybe the year before the last year, like in uh, 2019. So we've known about this for some time, and we have not been able to get to the bottom of who signed for the warrant, um, uh, who, who approved that signature, you know, this type of stuff. And th- th- this, these are very high level. The other thing is this warrant originated out of the D.C. office. And so uh, another thing that's kind of going on around this is they, the D.C. office doesn't do these types of, types of deals, really. These, uh, these FISA warrants are usually requested in remote offices outside of DC. So there's a there's a high level of suspicion here that this is going right to the top. Potentially even President Obama uh, ordered people in the Justice Department to do this at uh, Hillary Clinton's behest. And what so what created all the hoopla um, that kind of led to this initially was this Steele dossier. And what we know about the Steele dossier is that it was it was uh, created by this guy Christopher Steele, who was a MI6 spy out of the UK, and he was contracted uh, by the Clinton campaign to produce this document, which was basically opposition research. And opposition research is a very common thing in the political world, where they either make up things or they find, dig up dirt on people and then they leak it to the media and so on and so forth. But what made this one especially egregious 
is the uh, BuzzFeed, the the, the uh, outlet that leaked it initially, um, also leaked that the heads of 17 intelligence agencies were were um, uh, vouching for this document. They said that the information was likely real. And of course, this led to uh, all kinds of investigations around Trump, none of which, by, by, by the way, led anywhere. Okay, there was, there was actually nothing illegal ever within the Trump campaign that had anything to do with Russia. Um, and, and yet this tied up his presidency for like three years. So you can just imagine the people out there that voted for Trump probably feel like, wow, we were robbed of our president. We, we voted for a guy. I mean, this is democracy, right? We, we, uh, we, he was talking about building a wall. He's talking about bringing our jobs back. He's talking about strengthening the economy. We voted for this guy and we played by the rules in, in democracy, and we have just been screwed out of our guy. You know, he's been sidelined the whole four years he's in office. So this is a, this was essentially a coup, uh, an inside job, treason. And, you know, I mean, I, I can remember the very first time I heard about this FISA warrant, and I just thought to myself, that is a bunch of crap. I mean, it just sounded like a bunch of crap. But Man, these uh, political uh, adversaries latched onto it and ran with it. And people like Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler and people like that in the Congress just, I mean, just amplified all this and just blew it up into this huge deal when there was really nothing happening, literally nothing happening. And so Hillary Clinton... She's the one that started all this. It all originated with her and her campaign. So I think it's perfectly legitimate for Donald Trump to sue Hillary Clinton and whoever else was involved. They'll have to, there'll be some discovery process and they'll have to figure out who else was involved. But um, ultimately, what I'm kind of hoping will happen out of this is there'll be a bunch of testimony where more of the picture will be filled in. And maybe some of these high-level government officials will actually go to prison or something. Uh, Andrew McCabe, uh, Jim Comey, um, Christopher Wray, all these people um, all these people are guilty and should not be in government ever again. I mean, they used, and, and if you've been listening to this program for any time at all, you know that I believe that the most evil people in our country, the absolute absolute most evil people are the people that use the power of government, and especially the power of the federal government. Because the, the federal government, we've talked about money printing, for example. They have unlimited resources. They can, they can descend on you with these resources and literally ruin your life, bankrupt you, put you in jail, make up stuff. Um, years ago, my dad, we used to talk about this stuff, and and he used to say, you know, if the federal government wants to get you, you're got. In other words, there is no way to get out of it. They will just keep on and keep on and keep on until you hang yourself or put the barrel of a bullet, a barrel of the gun in your mouth and pull the trigger or bankrupt you and completely destroy you. And incidentally, this is one of the things I'm worried about for uh, Elon Musk as he pursues this uh, Twitter 
deal. I, you know, I think they're really going to come after him. Um, these people do not like to be made to look stupid. And they, and Donald Trump made a whole lot of people look really stupid. And he paid a huge price. And I, I don't even think $24 million covers it. I mean, Donald Trump, I mean, look at, look at how much Obama makes just speaking in front of people. I mean, Trump, you know, to the extent Trump could do that, his market value has been cut way down because of his presidency and the way he's viewed in the media and stuff. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think I'd put another zero on that probably up to $240 million. So I've got a couple news reports about this, and I just want to, I want to play some clips from them and comment on it. But that's kind of the, the big picture. That's the backdrop under which this is all happening. And I mean, just, I'm just crossing my fingers that, you know, some bombshells come out of this deal. And some of these guys like Jim Comey, Andrew McCabe, uh, Christopher Ray, um, you know, some of these people go to jail. I mean, they just, they deserve to go to jail. They deserve to be put underneath the jail. These people used their office in the FBI to try to unseat a sitting president, a duly elected sitting president of the United States. I mean, do you not, I mean, I can't even, I can't even begin to overstate what a big deal that is. I mean, that is a huge deal. So without further ado, let's play some of these clips and, and uh, see where, see how this reporting is kind of framed and structured around this topic. Well, it's the moment so many people have been waiting for. Donald Trump is suing Hillary Clinton and her allies over falsely linking him to Russia. Trump filed a lawsuit in a federal court in Florida where he states Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot against the former president. Including the lawsuit is Hillary Clinton, the Hillary for America, the Democratic National Committee, former FBI Director James Comey, and many others. I love how the reporter introduces this because it sounds like uh, she's introducing like a, a couple of contenders in a cage match or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's 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 great. She's right. So many people have been waiting for this because everybody know it's it's one of these things everybody really knows that something rotten happened and and nobody there's like no intellectual interest whatsoever within the government about about this whatsoever and and yet they were all over Trump about something that was most people didn't even care about like like really like you know I remember when I first heard it I thought really uh Donald Trump went to Russians to figure out how to win the presidency of the United States of America. That doesn't even make any sense. I mean, we have one of the most uh, difficult and uh, challenging systems to navigate for presidency. You have to you have to win by states, and you have to you have to focus on uh, elector electorate in uh, various counties and things like that. it's it's a very complicated calculus, you know, to do. And so, the idea that you would go to Russia to get help to win an election in the United States is just absurd. There's really no other way to frame that. The 108-page document details the damages and demands for a trial by jury. It states, in the run-up to the 2016 presidential election, Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot, one that shocks the conscience and is an affront for this nation's democracy. 
acting in concert, the defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that their Republican opponent, Donald J. Trump, was colluding with a hostile foreign sovereignty. The actions taken in furtherance of their scheme, falsifying evidence, deceiving law enforcement and exploiting access to highly sensitive data sources are so outrageous, subversive and incendiary that even the events of Watergate pale in comparison. If I was writing this legal filing myself, I couldn't have said it better. There is absolutely nothing that's untrue or stretches the truth in that filing, except maybe the use of co the word cohorts. And the reason he doesn't specifically name all these people is because they, they've managed to keep it secret. There's people that know who these cohorts are, but nobody's talking. And, uh, and that's part of the problem is they've likely made some sort of pact for nobody to say anything and therefore nothing can happen. There's, if nobody's talking, then, then there's hard to find information. And, and essentially what's, what's been furthering the cause thus far is this John Durham investigation where he actually looks at FISA warrants and he actually asks, well, why did you, you know, why did you file this warrant? Or in this case of the, the lawyer, Michael Sussman, see, that's the thing is they made the lawyer do it so that, uh, so that uh, they couldn't be prosecuted for doing it. It continues, under the guise of opposition research, data analytics, and other political stratagems, the defendants nefariously sought to sway the public's trust. They worked together with a single self-serving purpose, to vilify Donald J. Trump. Indeed, their far-reaching conspiracy was designed to cripple Trump's bid for presidency by fabricating a scandal that would be used to trigger an unfounded federal investigation and ignite a media frenzy. The scheme was conceived, coordinated and carried out by top-level officials at the Clinton campaign and the DNC, including the candidate herself, who attempted to shield her involvement behind a wall of third parties. Now, this whole scheme was designed to keep Donald Trump from getting elected. Uh, and you can hear that in the clip I'm about to play. I'm about to play a, a couple clips from the debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, but what had, what had happened, uh, what she's going to be talking about in this clip, is the WikiLeaks uh, dump that took place. And it caught her in a bunch of lies, and uh, it, it, it made the Democratic Party look bad because it showed that uh, they basically blackballed Bernie Sanders out of, uh, out of he was going to win the Democratic National, uh, Democratic, uh, National Committee's bid for, for president, but they ended up doing some back backroom deals and giving Hillary Clinton the superdelegates and all this other stuff. And, and all that was released in the WikiLeaks as well. And so, but what you, what you hear Hillary Clinton pushing here in, in just a moment is you hear her pushing the fact that WikiLeaks hacked the DNC and then dumped the data. And that's not what happened at all. There have, there have been people that have shown that that was not likely um, that the speed that the data was ex with which it was extracted from the server was too fast to be done over the internet, and that it was likely done with a flash drive. Now, when you go down that road, there's a whole other, you know, kind of story around Seth Rich and what happened to Seth Rich and why was he murdered and and that kind of thing. And we won't go into that today. Uh, but just just so you know, Seth Rich was murdered on the streets of Washington, D.C. He was a low-level operative in the DNC that supposedly did not like what the Democratic Party was doing to Bernie Sanders. 
and pulled out some of these internal emails. And he supposedly is the one that gave him the WikiLeaks, not Russia. Russia did not hack the DNC. That's not true. It's never been determined. In fact, the DNC won't even request help from the FBI. They, they never wanted to turn over their servers. The, the FBI offered to do a forensic analysis on their servers, and the DNC refused. And the reason they refused is because they know they weren't hacked by the Russians. They know it was an inside job. It was just, it, it played better for them if they just told the world that they were hacked by WikiLeaks. And that's where the, that's how the data got, uh, that's how the emails got put on WikiLeaks is WikiLeaks themselves hacked them. Uh, or the Russians hacked them and gave it to WikiLeaks. But that's not what happened at all. But you can hear how early on Hillary Clinton was pushing this narrative. This is in the debate. I don't recall which debate this was, but it was from a presidential debate, not a, not a primary debate. Our intelligence community just came out and said in the last few days that the Kremlin, meaning Putin and the Russian government, are directing the attacks, the hacking on American accounts to influence our election. And WikiLeaks is part of that, as are other sites where the Russians hack information. We don't even know if it's accurate information. And then they put it out. We have never in the history of our country been in a situation where an adversary, a foreign power, is working so hard to influence the outcome of the election. And believe me, they're not doing it to get me elected. The origins of this Russia hoax were really go all the way back to before the election, which is why I wonder if Barack Obama was involved, because certainly the FBI was involved fairly early on. And uh, getting the FISA warrant the way they did and the predicate that they used to get that FISA warrant could have very well involved someone like President Obama. Now, we don't know that, and we're probably not going to find that out uh, at all and ever. But make no mistake, th these, this, these shenanigans went to the highest level of government. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of Trump's response, but I cut it short because he goes on to talk about his balance sheet and how it's the greatest balance sheet ever, and the Russians, you know, probably know about his balance sheet. The, the, the U.S. government definitely knows about his balance sheet and all this crazy stuff that he was talking about. But I want to play the first part of his response to her. I don't know, Putin. I think it would be great if we get along with Russia because we could fight ISIS together as an example. But I don't know, Putin. But I notice anytime anything wrong happens, they like to say the Russians, the Russians. She doesn't know if it's the Russians doing the hacking. Maybe there is no hacking. But they always blame Russia. And the reason they blame Russia is because they think they're trying to tarnish me with Russia. I know nothing about Russia. I know, I know about Russia, but I know nothing about the inner workings of Russia. I don't deal there. I have no businesses. I have no loans from Russia. So I thought Trump actually brought up a really good point here. He, he starts off by saying, I don't know Putin. I don't know the inner workings of Russia. I think it'd be good to get along with Russia. Maybe we could fight ISIS together. And also maybe it'd be a good idea, you know, if we didn't go to war with them. So, I mean, you know, again, Trump's instincts were pretty good. Uh, having not seen any intelligence documents or anything like that, his instinct was to, you know, basically say that NATO's time has passed and 
that we should get along with Russia. Russia has a right to exist in the world, and their people have a, a, a right to, to live happy lives, and they don't have the right to, or we don't have the right to just completely, you know, constantly be sticking our finger in their eye. And so that was uh, Trump's instinct, and I think he was right. Demands claim Donald Trump has sustained significant injuries and damages, including expenses in the form of defense costs, legal fees, and related expenses incurred in connection with his efforts to defend against the defendant's notorious actions false accusation and overall fraudulent scheme to discredit and delegitimize him. He's asked for no less than $24 million in damages and is seeking a trial with a jury. Last month, a poll carried out found two-thirds, or 66%, of Democrats believe Hillary Clinton should be investigated for her involvement in the Russiagate scandal. The poll comes as special counsel John Durham alleged that Hillary Clinton's campaign paid a tech firm to infiltrate servers at the Trump Tower and the White House. It was done with the aim to link the former president with Russia. So the Clinton campaign, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, paid a tech firm to spy on Trump Tower, to, to hack into Trump Tower servers and spy on his campaign. You know, that's, that's remarkable, actually. That's, that's about 10 times worse than what Richard Nixon did. Richard Nixon broke into some offices of some people at the DNC. I mean, they weren't even, it was a committee to reelect the president. It wasn't even, it wasn't the president himself. Uh, this, this hack was directly into Trump Tower where Donald Trump lived and was maintaining his campaign office and meeting with people that would come to talk to him and they would, you know, gin up support and ask for donations and things like that. I mean, this is unprecedented. And, um, I, I think what's interesting out of that latest clip was that two-thirds of Democrats think that Hillary Clinton should be investigated. I mean, that is unprecedented as well. Hillary Clinton is, is part of a, a political dynasty in uh, the United States of America. So that is, that is unprecedented. And I can almost guarantee you that when that many Democrats want you investigated— and you can pretty much count on all Republicans want her investigated, it's pretty much going to happen eventually. Durham investigation has been operating for a few years with the intention to examine the origins of the now discredited Russia collusion investigation. Mr Durham filed the motion that pertained to a possible conflict of interest related to the representation of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who was also being named in Trump's lawsuit. Mr. Sussman allegedly told the FBI he was not working on behalf of Ms. Clinton when he presented documents that he claimed linked the Trump organization to a Kremlin-tied bank, a claim of which he made just two months before the 2016 election, and he has now been charged with making a false statement to a federal agent. Trump's lawyers mentioned Michael Sussman in the lawsuit multiple times. It reads, on a separate front, Perkins Coie partner Michael Sussman headed a campaign to develop misleading evidence of a bogus back-channel connection between email servers at Trump Tower and a Russian-owned bank. The filing of the Durham investigation alleges Mr Sussman had assembled these anti-Trump allegations on behalf of at least two clients, including the Clinton campaign. Mr Durham alleged Mr Sussman billed the Clinton campaign repeatedly for his work linking the Trump campaign to a bank with Russian connections. You know, this is something that crooked people do all the time. They, they, they work through lawyers because lawyers have attorney-client privilege. 
And I'm not suggesting we get rid of attorney-client privilege, but what, what happened here, I mean, look at what happened. Um, this guy Sussman leaked documents basically showing, and, and obviously they were false documents, but basically showing that Donald Trump had connections to uh, a, a Russian bank where he was getting funds from, to uh, presumably from Putin. And this guy Sussman made these uh, made these statements to the FBI under under oath, so he perjured himself, uh, so that Clinton could could create dirt out of thin air on Donald Trump. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And not only should she be sued, she should go to prison. She should wear an orange jumpsuit and have her mugshot pasted on the news every night. This was happening while the Clinton camp continued to push the narrative that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia to influence the outcome of the election. Trump has long maintained the Clinton camp spied on him during the 2016 election and while he was in office serving as the president. Last month, the former president responded to the updates from the Durham investigation with a statement that read, what Hillary Clinton and the radical left Democrats did with respect to spying on a president of the United States, even while in office, is a far bigger crime than Watergate. Any unbiased examination of this situation would have to agree that this is far bigger than Watergate. And Watergate destroyed Richard Nixon and all of his cabinet. I think it just says something about how far we've come Uh in, in, in terms of not being able to um, attain justice in this country. I mean, these politicians run roughshod over the legal system, do all kinds of illegal shit, and never, ever get in trouble for it. I mean, I've, I've talked on this program about James Clapper lying before Congress. Um, there's, there's numerous people that have just flat out lied to Congress, which, you know, is a crime. I personally don't think it should be a crime, but it's a crime on the books. And as long as it's on the books and people know they shouldn't do it, when they do it, they should be prosecuted for it. As you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about this subject. And the reason is, is because these people are supposed to be statesmen. Okay. They're supposed to stand for the principles and the founding ideas that the country was created upon. And they're just wiping their asses with the, with the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, the legal system in general. And it's, it's disgusting. And it's, and it's not right. Uh, they're enriching themselves in the process uh, at our expense while they print money and undermine our purchasing power and our standard of living. I mean, this is, this is obscene on so many levels. And I don't know how to, I don't know how we should stop it or how we go about stopping this. But, you know, one of the things we, we need to do is we need to talk about it, right? And, and that's why I'm talking about it. And that's why I talk about these things. I don't really care about the left right dichotomy or the Republican Democrat dichotomy. What I care about is liberty. And the reality is, if you want to, if, let's just say you ran for president. And someone like Hillary Clinton was doing this to you. Do you think that's a violation of your liberty? Even as president of the United States, you have the right to liberty. 
and free speech and a fair trial. I mean, you have due process, right? And this man, Donald Trump, was stripped of all of that by the administrative state, the deep state. They just didn't, they didn't give a shit about his rights, <laughs> even as president. They, they, that's how little respect they have for these founding principles. And I, I just think they all should go to jail, every last one of them. And look, if you think they should go to jail too, please share this show with somebody and let them listen to this. Especially somebody that thinks this is all a bunch of nothing. I mean, there's still 33% of Democrats that don't think Hillary Clinton should be investigated. Who the hell are these people? Share the show. Let's get this around. Let's flush these people out and shame them. I mean, they need to be shamed because they've either, they're either just completely unintelligent or they've got their heads so far up their asses that they don't know which way's up. And either way, we need to try to convince them that this is bad for all of us and we shouldn't stand for it. As news broke over Trump's decision to file the lawsuit, his supporters responded on social media. One person wrote, this is a battle for all Americans who are defamed by the radical left. Trump is fighting for truth. Another said that President Donald J. Trump is suing Hillary Rodham Clinton over fake Russia conspiracies. Next, she needs to be locked up. Someone else wrote, Trump suing Clinton is the best news I've heard in a long time. Finally, Donald J. Trump is suing Hillary Clinton and her Democratic Party and everybody involved in Russiagate is about damn time.